Hey everybody and welcome back to the Mind Body Musings podcast. This is your host Maddie Moon and I am here today with episode 72 of the show where we will be talking with Taro Esokopula, I hope I said that right, who's born in Finland to an agronomist father and nursing teaching mother and he adopted a natural foods lifestyle at a very young age. Growing up on the farm which has been in his family since 1619 he began foraging wild edibles early on. A modern nomad, Taro has spent the last decade living and studying all over the world, while his focus has been on providing health tips to professional athletes, models, and business people. His goal is to expand that reach to the masses via Four Sigma. Today, Taro splits his time between New York and LA when he's not traveling around the world working for the mushrooms. In his spare time, he loves to make raw chocolate and practice yin yoga. So Four Sigma is his company who sent me a package so graciously of their mushroom concoctions. And I must say that these products are incredible. They have a hot cacao uh, cacao mix which if you follow me on Snapchat, you've seen me uh, drink it before. You've seen me talk about it. I'm obsessed with the hot cacao mix. It's absolutely amazing. They also have an instant coffee mushroom mix, which I started drinking when I just began to stop drinking coffee because it was a very good way for me to still get the taste of coffee, still get a little bit of coffee, but not have uh, as much caffeine as I was having because as you'll hear in the podcast, it's one fourth the amount of coffee you'd have or caffeine you'd have in one cup of regular coffee. So I wanted to have him on the show to talk about the many benefits of mushrooms because they're so confusing and when do we really ever talk about the power of mushrooms? Not ever. So I thought he'd be really interesting to have on the show and he is. We had a great session. We had a great talk about mushrooms and stay tuned to the end of the interview because I will also be presenting a giveaway and I have not done a giveaway in a long time but I thought this one would be the perfect time for me to get uh, you guys to have something that I absolutely love. So I'll be doing a um, a giveaway at the end of this for the hot chocolate bundle. And it's worth about $100. So you can go to the show notes for this, maddiemoon.com slash mbm72. And you'll get the link on there to look at the hot chocolate bundle and see what all's in there. And all you have to do to enter to win this is to leave a review on the iTunes show. So just go to Maddie, uh, Mind Body Musings on iTunes and leave a review and tell me what you enjoy about the show. And if you do that, then I will pick a winner and I will announce this winner via my newsletter on Wednesday. So also make sure you're on my newsletter and make sure you read it next Wednesday because I will be announcing the name of the iTunes uh, reviewer. So whatever your name is on iTunes, I'll say that's the winner and then you'll just reach back out to me and I will make sure that you get that bundle ASAP. So um, another announcement I wanted to share with you is that iTunes is now... Uh, not holding all of my interviews because it only holds the last 50 episodes. So if you want to listen to all of my episodes and go all the way back to the beginning, you're going to have to go to my website and go to the archives. So if you just go to my website and you look at the podcast tab, you will be able to see every single episode I've ever done. So just remember that as episodes you know, start to leave the iTunes um, app, then just know that you can listen to them still on my website. 
And uh, yeah, so this podcast is brought to you by Body Freedom, a four-week course that will lead you through step-by-step lessons on recovery with the help of modules, videos, assignments, and tools. If you consider yourself someone that's endured a period of orthorexia or exercise addiction, I made this course especially for you. Check it out at maddiemoon.com BF. Last but not least, let's do the review of the week. This one goes to, let's see, Adria Decourt, Feed Your Hustle. And she says, just what I was looking for with five stars. Loving the Mind Body Musings podcast for body positivity. As a former food perfectionist and now a a big believer in balance, not perfection, I was searching for inspiration outside of the typical wellness shows which gives you rules to follow in in an ideal world, and here it is. I love the range of topics Maddie covers and dig her straightforward style. Thank you so much, Adria. I hope you really enjoy this podcast because it really is so much out of the typical show that I always put out there, and I hope that it provides some diversity. So let's go head on over to this exciting show. Welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast. The show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. Hey, Tara, welcome to the show. It is such a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you became interested in mushrooms out of all things in the first place? Yeah, for sure. So I grew up in Finland at our family farm. So me and my brother are 13 generation uh, family farmers. And uh, my dad is an agronomist. My mom teaches physiology and anatomy. So, you know, soil health. Um, clean eating, health were pretty close to our family. And then they put me into this hippie school that my great-granddad helped to found, which is like Steiner meets Waldorf. This is, um, you know, in near the town of Nokia of Finland. So that's where the phone is originally from. And uh, that's kind of the excitement for natural food. So like we had spring water. We used that for showering and, and drinking. And, and that's kind of the natural foods lifestyle and foraging. Um, in Nordic culture and Nordic cuisine, foraging is mostly based on berries and mushrooms for calories. And then there's a couple medicinal stuff. Um, but so berries, wild berries and mushrooms is kind of part of our ecosystem. And, and that's why uh, that was kind of the first connection with it. And then about 10 years ago, during um, when I went to the university, I had studied chemistry and we found this, me and my uh, school friend found this mushroom that people didn't know that exists in Finland. And it's like the truffle for the Japanese. It's like super expensive. And that's what's kind of like my first mushroom business is to try to take this mushroom from Finland to Japan. So that's how I got into mushrooms and, and healthy eating. And then 
about a little over a decade, I've been coaching professional athletes and stuff like that in nutrition. But um, that's the founding story. When did you come to America? Um, about um, two years ago, first time when we're bringing... So I, the current business I run is called Four Sigma. It's like a kiki way of saying that we only represent the 50 most researched foods in the world. And we started that company a little over three years ago, uh, mostly in Northern Europe. So starting out like in Finland and then expanding from there. And we expanded to like 20 something countries. And then we realized that actually the U.S. market is the one that needs the help the most. So we wanted to bring the company to the U.S. And that was about two years ago. We gradually started doing it. Um, and then we finally moved the whole thing in uh, uh, last year here. And then, then I essentially moved here. Okay, all of this is is just blowing my mind. It's I'm so interested. Um, just like how okay, so there's mushrooms that you buy at the grocery store and you eat them yep. in your omelets. Um, and then there are the mushrooms that you drink for medicinal effects. What are the difference between the two different types? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think what excites me about mushrooms and also you know, things like fermented foods or probiotics is that I fi find that certain foods have suffered from food racism. And it's like, I, f I feel like, you know, David and Goliath, I want to support the, the guys that need the help the most. And these, both of these food uh, groups are actually kingdoms. So fungi and bacteria are actually kingdoms. And there's a lot of talk in our industry about macronutrients. Should I eat carbs? Should I eat fats? How much protein should I take? There's very little conversation about like, plant medicine and other like diversity in a diet where bacteria and fungi are part of. And when anything is a kingdom, that means it's, there's a huge diversity of things. So think of all animals. So there's, I usually give an example that there's a big difference between a, um, a blue whale and a chihuahua, even though both are animals and both are even mammals. So they're even close to each other in the animal kingdom. So same way you can think of mushrooms. There's mushrooms that can kill you and there's mushrooms that can heal you. Now, from a health point of view, you can easily divide the mushrooms into two buckets, edible mushrooms and inedible mushrooms. Both you can still consume, but the consumption is slightly different. Sometimes these are also called nutritional mushrooms and medicinal mushrooms. And if we start with the nutritional slash edible mushrooms, those are the mushrooms that you would see in the grocery store. So that is your cremini, that's your butter mushroom, um, and those usually grow on the ground. So these are ground-grown mushrooms that are, contain protein. Um, some even are a full source of protein. They have some good minerals, so they might have a little bit of iron. So they're great for people who have, like, let's say, thyroid um, issues. But they're like vegetables with a little bit more protein, maybe. So it's like super overly simplified. But they also have a little bit molds, and certain people are allergic to mushrooms. And th there's other issues with that group. Um, so you have to be careful. It suits some people in their diet and others doesn't. Then the other group is medicinal mushrooms or inedible mushrooms, which often grow on trees. So most of them are actually growing on trees. And this is already a thing that most people don't realize when we talk about um, mushrooms is that a lot of them grow on trees. And these are actually some of the world's most studied foods. So about 40% of pharmaceuticals are derived from fungi and um, and a lot of there's a lot of medicine part of mushrooms, and the reason for that is that we're as humans we share almost half of our DNA with mushrooms, so we can 
that mushroom medicine is actually very bioavailable to us. And, uh, but you can't eat them like that. So they're hard, usually hard substances as they grow in trees. You can't just bite them through them or there are a lot of those that compounds would not be bioavailable. So you have to cook them into a tea or a soup. So the best example I can give is like you need to eat them like bone broth. You have to um, cook them in a slow cooker or, uh, or soak them in alcohol, essentially use a solvent. So um, that's it. So there's two groups, mush tree mushrooms and ground mushrooms. The other ones are good for culinary reasons and, and protein and some nutritional macronutrients. And then the other ones are better for immune system, hormonal balance, brain function, and other things, which are more fascinating and which you can get by taking uh, more protein powder, benefits that are beyond just getting a little bit more carbs, you know? So that's fascinating to me because those are truly healing and they have some amazing benefits that first you're kind of blown away, but then you realize that there's thousands of research papers proving their benefits. And can you tell us a little bit more about the hormonal balances that the mushrooms can have effects on? Sure. So um, mushrooms, again, as a kingdom, there's a lot of different benefits. There's one mushroom that helps break down stress. There's one mushroom that increases oxygen intake to your lungs, one for adrenal fatigue. But by at large, I would say that mushrooms as a category are some of the best studied foods for two things. And one is immunological function and one is hormonal balance. Usually the immunological function, and we can talk about that as well, but that comes from boiling the tree mushrooms in hot water, and the hormonally balancing effects comes in from doing a tincture. So tincture is essentially a, a herbal medicine where you soak it in alcohol or you absorb the fat-soluble compounds out of it. Now, what these do is um, essentially our body is like extremely complex, and we have especially these like few major hormones that affect our body from like weight loss to mood, especially things like HBA axis, the endocrine system. And it's been well known that there are a group of, of, of mushrooms and couple roots that can be called what you call adaptogenic. Um, adaptogenic term came from Russia. The Soviet army studied it. Uh, it's, it's fairly new, 50, 60 years old. Um, uh, this Dr. Lazarov studied it uh, widely, and then it came to the Western world in the U.S. guy named David Winston studied it widely here. But a lot of those things that would be hormonally balancing, like cordyceps mushroom, reishi mushroom, or ginseng, or maca, have been used for thousands of years. And different indigenous cultures, be it Amazonian culture, Ayurvedic, or the traditional Chinese medicine, would have different names for these, emperor herbs, rasayanas. But these are essentially foods that both help can prevent it, it, uh, health problems, but also heal health problems. And a lot of that comes from aiding in, in hormonal balance and blood circulation. So it depends on the mushroom and, and what, how would they do it. But for example, they can, like I mentioned one is like, we have a stress hormone called cort cortisol, which gets elevated in exercise, but sometimes mentally as well. And if it's high constantly for too long periods, you can get chronically too high cortisol. And then kind of your sleep hormone-ish melatonin is in a way, I could say, it's kind of like weaker. Um, so if your cortisol is chronically high during nighttime, even if you sleep eight hours, you're going to wake up tired because your cortisol is too high and the melatonin doesn't kick in properly. So you never go into this deep delta phase sleep. 
So this is an example of a, of a hormonally balancing effect by kind of forcing the cortisol to go down and getting away from this fight or flight situation. You can sleep deeper, feel more relaxed, and then wake up more energized. Okay, so in order to get that, you're saying that it would help if you drank one of your um, like one of your your mixes, and that would help you with this, or would it be going to get like the actual raw? Oh mushroom? well, our company's mission is to popularize the consumption of these medicinal mushrooms. So we made it super simple. We use these easy to use mushroom products that are already dual extracted for people. Means that we've done both the hot water and the alcohol extraction. You can travel with them, and we made the flavor better. We have mushroom coffee, mushroom hot cocoa, but by no means you don't need our products. Like, you can live a perfectly happy, and, and you can use fungi without us. Like, we're just here to educate and make it more easy for the people that are not familiar with them yet. But if you can go forging yourself, for example, the queen of mushrooms, Rishi mushroom does grow in North America, lion's mane mushroom does grow in North America, and you can go, um, especially if you live in North Pacific Northwest, um, Colorado, like yourself, or if you live in Northeast, you can find a lot of these mushrooms and use them for your own health benefits. Just a little bit more work, but I think it's more special if you get it yourself. So, do you, what do you look for? What do you look for when you go? So, say I want to go out into, you know, here in Colorado. What? How do you see one and then know that that is safe to to consume? Well, first of all, um, with only really, really, really few exceptions, the tree mushrooms would not be toxic. I actually know globally only one toxic tree mushroom, but you really you could say that there is none. Um, so if you get it from the tree, that's like safe. If you get it from the ground, you have to know what you're doing. So that's like, like a rule of thumb, first and foremost. Secondly, whatever mushroom you take from the ground or from the tree, you can check it online, grab it, dry it, and check it online, what is it? Uh, ideally, you go with somebody else. Then uh, finally, is like, like with anything else, you start with baby steps. You learn a few of the easy mushrooms first. So for example, a mushroom that you would grow almost everywhere in the United States is called turkey tail. Very easy to spot. It has one lookalike, but it's non-toxic. Um, turkey tail is amazing for, um, um, especially that there's interesting studies for against breast cancer. Um, for just immunological function. And then I recently saw uh, a research um, where um, essentially turkey tail mushroom had helped to heal gut biome, microbiome uh, in a randomized clinical trial. So um, it's, it's pretty cool, easy to find, and uh, you really can't get that one wrong. So, Oh, wow, that is so interesting. Okay, another question for you. I know I'm just like shooting them off at you. Go for <laughs> it. I was so interested. Like I've, I've never experienced, I've never had the opportunity to have a conversation like this and understand more about mushrooms. So um, I'm going to take advantage. But I, I have a question between like chaga and reishi. What is the difference? Because I see those two words in all different places. Um, actually three words, cordyceps, chaga, reishi. And I don't, I don't understand the difference. Like right now I'm drinking this kombucha that's like, it's called coffee uh, sassafras reishi. And I'm like, oh, I know what reishi is. It's like a mushroom, I think. But I don't know the difference between that and, and chaga. Can you explain that? Yeah. So, you know, that's actually a great thing is because it's like just focusing on those two first is probably 
a great start. Um, whenever you embark on anything new, be it um, a new technology, new uh, hobbies, new anything, it, there's a learning curve. And it's, at some point, it might feel overwhelming. And if you plan to learn more about mushrooms, and mushrooms are a kingdom, there's 1.5 million types of mushrooms, and there's people who study their whole life of mushrooms, and they still don't know all of them, it can at some point feel overwhelming. But you don't need to. So you can just focus on the two most studied mushrooms or the, the, the mushroom reishi that you mentioned. So that's R-E-I-S-H-I. It's sometimes known as the queen of mushrooms. It's the most studied of the medicinal mushrooms. And then there's mushroom chaga, C-H-A-G-A. Um, that's the king of mushrooms. So just focusing on these two is, is plenty. You know, with those two, you can spend just like a year and just reap the most of the benefits of the mushrooms. Chaga is a Russian world. Rishi is a Japanese wor word. Um, I guess how we could explain it is that they're both good for the immune system. So a lot of people are just focused on um, immune system when they get sick, uh, only when they get a flu or a cough. But they don't realize that immune system is way more complex than that. For example, um, if your immune system is for a longer time jeopardized, so essentially your internal cops and security officers are taking a longer-term vacation, there's a huge risk of cancer. Essentially, cancer only happens when, or you, it happens when your immune system is inactive. Um, this year, for example, in the U.S., 580,000 people die of cancer. So it's one of the latest causing of death. So then when you can have your immune system stronger, the probability of having it or have uh, from healing from it gets higher. So that's why a lot of cancer hospitals and research facilities are fascinated by use of, of, of mushrooms. Then secondly, if your immune system is too high, um, you get things like autoimmune disorders and allergic reactions. And mushrooms are one of the only things that modulate the immune system, so they help you both ways. If your immune system is too low, it's going to speed you up. If it's too high, it's going to slow you down. So Rishi and Chaga both do this, and they do it really well. So it's like an insurance policy. On top of that, they both have special benefits. What we talked, uh, the Rishi has these fat-soluble compounds called triterpenes, which can balance the endocrine system, like this slow-moving hormonal system in our body, and kind of it's like a grounding, relaxing um, mushroom. Also great for liver, liver being the the mirror to our skin health. Skin is our biggest organ, last place to get nutrients. Um, so cleansing the liver, but also uh, relaxing the body, balancing hormones. So that's like, if I have to say something, it's more like a grounding, like a downer mushroom. So it's in a way like bringing you down afternoon, evening time, I think the best use. Whereas chaga is, is very high in antioxidants, actually probably the highest measure amount of antioxidants, it's in wild dual extracted chaga. One cup would equal to about 30 to 40 pounds of carotene antioxidants. So drink one cup of chaga tea and you might get 30 to 40 pounds worth of antioxidants compared to carrots. Um, and then it's extremely high in certain minerals, for example, highest sources of zinc, highest sources of melanin, and then this particularly this one antioxidant called SOD. So this helps to, when you get these minerals and antioxidants, lower inflammation and also protect the skin in, in another way by having these in your body. So um, both have similar benefits and then unique benefits. Wow, that is really, really crazy. I had someone on this uh, podcast earlier and I was talking to her about quitting coffee 
And I really wanted to try because I had tried a few times in my life and she immediately recommended drinking chaga mushroom. And I thought that was interesting and really weird, but it was serendipitous that y'all reached out to me and said, hey, we've got a, you know, bundle of stuff we would like to send you. And I saw it was chaga mushroom and it was perfect. And after trying it, oh my gosh, I am, I am in so much love right now with your products and especially the, um, the cocoa mix that was that was probably the most ridiculous delicious thing in the world that didn't taste like you know you would think mushrooms would taste like so y'all do an amazing job with your products and making these things easy to consume on um on a regular basis and i had i also drank the the coffee one because i'm not opposed to coffee at all i just don't have to be dependent on it every single day of my life now but that one also i mean it was just it tasted like like coffee it's so interesting do most times when you make this is it just your mixes that taste this particular way or is it easy to drink chaga mushroom or other mushroom drinks without really tasting a mushroom flavor yeah um i'm well first and foremost i'm happy to hear you like the products um before before we go for that was there was there something that you felt in your own body uh while drinking it or was it just like a flavor thing like what did you enjoy yourself I think first and foremost I'm a very like intuitive person and I like ritual and that provided me with that comforting feeling which just made me really calm almost in a way because it is just so comforting and it was just it brought back memories to me because I don't drink like hot cocoa or, or anything like that especially right in the morning Um, so being able to enjoy that, knowing there were so many health benefits to me was just like a blast from the past from when I was a kid and I would drink it all the time and not give a hoot, you know? So that was the first thing. But secondly, I did feel like that was perfect timing for getting off of coffee because I, without drinking like the coffee mix, just drinking like the, um, the cocoa one, I felt energized. I felt wonderful. I don't even know though if there's like caffeine in there or not, um, but no, I felt very focused as well. And I think that's probably one of the best benefits for for this for me is that I really like that focus that I would get from drinking some espresso. And I still yeah. got that with the mushrooms. Yeah, so uh, for our, us, the reason of making mushroom hot cocoa or mushroom coffee is like twofold. First and foremost, a lot of the healthiest mushrooms are actually extremely bitter. And our job is like when we want to popularize the consumption, like even if you know chaga is good for you, if you don't eat it, what's the benefit? Like I think most people who even remotely are into health know that ginseng is probably good for you. But who eats it in therapeutic dosages in North America in wider scale? Like not very many people. They might have an energy drink that has like 20 milligrams of something ginseng, but that's all just marketing hype. So we sometimes know that things are good for us, but we don't use it because it's too inconvenient and not fun. And I, I agree. Like if, if something is not so simple, super simple and so fun that you can sustain it, it's probably not worth it. I would rather take a little bit less good of a diet that I can sustain than the perfect diet and then I struggle with and then I have to drop it. So in our case, the mushrooms are very bitter and most people don't like bitters. The two exceptions for bitters it tends to be chocolate. Everybody loves chocolate and coffee. So and both of those can be very bitter. So we use those that, like let's say you know you know quote unquote like the upgraded Swiss Miss experience or the up- upgraded 
Starbucks experience with functional mushroom, we can then hide the mushroom there and get the health benefits out of it and also have a nice flavor, but using very high quality ingredients, using you know, mycotoxin-free Arabica coffee. And because we use the mushrooms, we don't need to put that much coffee. We can, you can have like only like quarter of the caffeine that you would get from Starbucks, but still get the flavor and some of the coffee's health benefits for more for uh, antioxidants, nervous system, brain function. And the same with hot chocolate is cacao is extremely healthy. It's very high in, for example, magnesium. So as long as you get it from a clean source, you can have an extremely healthy drink while still utilizing these functional mushrooms. So for us, it's mostly a flavor thing, but also making these, you know, favorite products into cleaner, cleaner options. Yeah, yeah. And that's definitely one of the things that I like so much about y'all, your company is that you have that as a goal in mind. And I don't normally obsess over companies like at all, but I really, really, really love y'all's. And I mean, I mean, I just think that this needs to get, I wish everyone knew about it. And I, I hope this podcast reaches as far as possible so that everyone can learn about mushrooms and and understand that they're not as intimidating as they sound, like the taste isn't quite as intimidating. And it's way better than any Starbucks I've, I've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, they're also fascinating for the environment. So I think even if you end up not you're wanting to add them to your diet, which I do highly recommend in in one form or another. Um, they're pretty fascinating. Like they're the first thing to come from the sea to the dry land. They're the basis of, like I said, a lot of pharmaceuticals. Almost all plants require mushrooms to to collect water, and it's just fascinating. You know, it's like lately I just heard about this mushroom that a research group found in October. Um, more science is that there is this lava-grown mushroom that is like 600,000 years old, and if females smell it, it has like it, it creates arousal in their body instantly. And there's actual like signs on this. And then when males smell it, they think it's like bowel. So it's really funny that like there's all these like hormone-like compounds also in smells of mushrooms and the umami flavor that can trigger different functions for different people. You know, I was actually just reading about that in that study, like saying that um, there was a mushroom that when, I don't know, I guess smell, and you would immediately like climax, which I thought was just Yeah, that's, that's, the, same, that's the same mushroom. So wow. essentially, this Dictyrophora species is like some of the research group volunteers had an instant orgasm. But a lot of them got aroused, even if they wouldn't, you know, um, get an orgasm immediately. But some of them did. So that's kind of funny, isn't it? So when you live in, uh, you know, New York and California, do you ever get to go foraging in either of those places? Of course, yeah. Um, way more in Northeast than Southern California is a little dry. And obviously now with the drought and all that stuff, Mushrooms do exist, but they don't produce a lot of fruiting bodies. They're, the mycelium part is underground, and it's kind of impossible to forge that. Northeast, you can get tons. And actually, um, today, um, after another engagement, I'm probably going to go to the park with a friend to look for some mushrooms. Right now is a great time to find them. So, for example, Central Park and Prospect Park, both in New York City, you, so in Brooklyn and Manhattan, you can find mushrooms, no problem. Wow. I wouldn't even suspect that. That's so interesting. 
Very yeah. cool. Okay, well, um, I know you've got to run because you have a very important thing today, which I'm super excited about for you. Uh, so before we wrap this up, I have two things. First of all, we're going to do a giveaway. Um, we're going to do the hot chocolate bundle. So I will have a link to that on the show notes for this. And that will be at maddiemoon.com slash mbm72. And you can see what his, uh, hot chocolate bundle looks like. And I'm going to be selecting a winner by next Wednesday, for whoever's going to win this package by just leaving a comment, leaving a review on my iTunes show on Apple. So go over to iTunes, leave a comment, leave a review, um, and tell me what you like about just the show in general. And on Wednesday, if you're on my newsletter, which you should be, if you go to maddiemoon.com slash newsletter, uh, sign up for that and I will announce the winner inside of next Wednesday's newsletter. And then you will get a hundred dollars worth of this amazing mix that I'm so excited about and you're gonna love it so make sure you do that um you'll have seven days for it and now we're gonna head on over to the quick fire rounds and these are just some quick questions they really have nothing to do with mushrooms but things just to get to know you a little bit better how does that sound cool let's do it okay all right number one when you hear the phrase body freedom, what does that mean to you? Um, not outsourcing your health, but owning owning the actions and responsibilities on yourself. So wherever you are today, just uh, not outsourcing your health to a doctor or a, a health expert, just mm-hmm. owning that. So then you have freedom of the future of your body. What is a book that you love or a book that you're reading right now? I haven't read books almost at all for the last like something like five years. I think I read too much. And I think if you read too many books, you lose yourself and your own voice. But I think a life transformative book for me was Anthony DeMello's Awareness. Um, so check him out, Anthony DeMello. Who is your biggest inspiration, dead or alive? Um, it's twofold. Uh, mom. <laughs> so... <laughs> My mom comes from fairly bold backgrounds, worked hard, um, selfless person, uh, you know, a loving person. So that's a lot of like life values I want to want to touch. And then uh, if you look at from more from um, a modern day's perspective, um, it's uh, I think like the modern Nikola Tesla is, uh, you know, uh, Elon Musk. Um, I think there's a lot of great minds in technology that can hopefully solve a lot of the major problems and he's tackling a few of them, but also I love how his model is like really go after the big issues and go aggressively on them and is passionate about something. And then, so as an, as an example and as a inspiration, I think Elon Musk. Mm. Do you have a quote that you can share with us that you love or um, <clears throat> any kind of phrase that you you repeat to yourself? Um, yeah, I actually have a, a <laughs> quote I love, which I always say incorrectly. Um, but um, it's from Gandhi. And again, I probably always misquote this, but it's it, you'll get the point, is, is that most of the things in life we do um, – don't change anything, but we should still do them. And that's kind of, to me, uh, relates to the fact that do the right thing 
even if the end result is not going to be massive, you know? So like sometimes if you want to see the change and do it better, you just got to do it and it might backfire on you, but you should still do it. Mm, I like that. What is a future dream that you're currently working towards? Um, I'm pretty engaged in the mushroom mission right now. So I want to create a shroom revolution and, uh, increase people's health with that. So a lot of the stories around the myths and lore of mushrooms is like currently on top of my head a lot. Um, on a global scale, I want to, you know, get people not to be scared of mushrooms, but also get excited about some of the things around mushrooms. For example, why do we celebrate Christmas and the story of Santa Claus and how that is tied, strongly tied to mushrooms. And a lot of people don't know it. So mm. that's the mission, um, be it on a book or through a lot of the free education that we offer on through Four Sigma. Um, that's a lot of the passion I have right now. At the end of a long day, what is your favorite way to distress? I have this like Eastern European um, like yogi mat, which has actual nails on it. So it's like a mat that has a lot, tons and tons of nails next to each other. So you might have seen this like plastic version of it, um, but like I, I lie on nails, <laughs> and then that totally relaxes my back and nervous system, and and that's awesome. I also do enjoy Yin Yoga and eating self-made chocolate, like I did today. Like I love eating chocolate. <laughs> uh, do you bleed <laughs> on the nails? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, that's good. Because that was a very violent picture in my head. I have never seen anything like that before. No, it's like, I don't know if you've seen like Indian fakirs sitting on top of nails that are super close to each other. Because actually when they're, they're, they're close enough to each other and you come, they put the weight on balanced, it's not going to penetrate your skin. Um, essentially, you're just going to lie gradually on it. I first used this when I was probably like five or six year old year old in a science museum, and uh, if you just if you just put the weight on top of the nails um, slowly enough and balanced enough, and then at the same time there's enough many nails and they're close to each other, the weight will be distributed so evenly it's not going to penetrate your skin and it's not going not going to actually even hurt that much, but it's going to relax uh, a lot of your nervous system and muscles. Hmm. Very cool. Um, what is a country that you want to visit or a country you have visited and you really love it? Um, I'm going for Christmas and New Year's back to Bali. Um, so stoked about that. Um, I've lived in eight countries and traveled a bunch, but there's still like three quarters of the world's countries I haven't gone to. I guess like if I have to say one, Bhutan. Um, kind of stoked about their model and a lot of the things around them. So Love to see that in person. So, Bhutan. And the very last one: Has there been a failure in your life, like a quote, you know, quote failure, um, that you really learned something important from? Yeah, I mean, I mean a lot. Um, um, I mean several. I actually uh, in Finland, we have to go to the military, and I wanted to stay there and actually work there, and then. I got injured twice in football or soccer, as, as in, the, in the U.S., um, twice on my knee. And a lot of things are related to getting back on shape with that knee and uh, realizing 
how, how my dreams to work in the military were probably not aligned with some of my values and stuff like that. Um, there's a there's a lot of failures as a as a there with that, uh, related to the fact of not knowing who I am as a person. So you can make a lot of small mistakes if you do them consciously. I don't think they're actually mistakes. They're just uh, A/B testing. Mm -hmm. But if if you're not aligned with you who you are deep inside, I think that's a huge mistake. Uh, <laughs> so so that's actually a, like a, a bigger issue that you could have is not being aligned who you are with yourself. If you know who you are. And you do something consciously, and it backfires. It doesn't have create traditional success of money, success, and fame. That's okay. You know, that's just testing. Uh, but if if you act against your own center point, then that's a bummer. Yep. And that you usually learn from because that hurts mm -hmm. sooner or later. Yep. I completely agree. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been so insightful and enlightening. And everyone, if you want to check out the bundle that I'll be giving away next Wednesday, make sure you go to my website, maddiemoon.com slash mbm72 to check it out. And make sure that you leave a review on the iTunes show, of course, Mind Body Musings podcast. And I will select the winner and announce it next Wednesday. Thank you so much, Taro. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And... Uh, we'll have to stay in touch and just I'll be following y'all's y'all's work and make sure that I continuously have this awesome chaga in my body. Awesome. We'll keep you on shrooms. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for joining me today on the Mind Body Musings podcast. If you want to know more about ending obsessive dieting and exercise addiction, go to my website, maddymoon.com, M-A-D-D-Y, moon.com and sign up for my free book 10 proven steps for ending any diet obsession you can also become a patron of the show and support my work by going to maddiemoon.com slash pledge and receive a mention on the podcast by donating as little as one dollar per episode continue to seek freedom within your body friends and i will see you next week <laughs>